Welcome to the Pink Parlay. It's your fine-ass host, Molly, and welcome to the show. So, yes, you guys, thank you so much for supporting me. Um, I actually just reached a 1,000 downloads on the audio-only podcast, so shout-out to y'all for just being so fucking dope and holding the bitch down, you feel me? Um, also, on the Instagram, you know, I was like, I'm at, I just had got to 500 followers now I'm at like 700 followers. Shout out to that sexy Valentine's Day shoot that I did. Did y'all check it out? And if you haven't, shame on you. But it's okay. I have all those pictures posted on the Pink Parlay page at the Pink Parlay on IG and all social media platforms. So definitely check them out. There was this salon situation that I had. So I went to the salon, right? And these bitches up in here was already some hateful type of bitches. You feel me? Like I already walked into the salon. Of course, you know, I always have like, you know, good energy and shit. I'm happy for the most part. Um, at least right now in my life. And you know, like the bitches was just rounding up at me and shit. It's just like they were looking for reasons to not like me. Then once they found out I was a hoe, oh, they found a valid reason to not like a hoe. So then that's when these bitches start acting weird. And you know, it kind of just like inspired today's topic. Them bitches being so mad at a hoe, bitch. And then also, it was a meme post that I had seen. It was like it said something like, "Imagine being in your 30s and being a proud hoe." You know, it was just like honestly of course it's gonna touch me a certain way right because i'm in my 30s i am 31 years old and yes i am a proud host so when i had read that meme i was like let me look at the comments right so you know i started like scrolling through the comments and i'm like oh my god like it seemed like people were mad at the fact that hoes be happy and proud like so that i was like damn a better way than to make a parlay about being a proud hoe <laughs> so yes that's what today's parlay is about it's about why i'm a proud hoe so roll up if you smoke sip your drink if you drink and if you gotta be sober then just listen to this realness i'm finna give y'all okay so why am i a proud hoe well i wasn't always a proud hoe so when I was like young, like once I hit the age of like 14 and shit like that, my grandma would kick me out, right? And then she would say fucked up ass shit to me, right? She would kick me out and be like, yeah, sell your body to go buy toilet paper to wipe your ass. Like, you know, like shit like that. Like, damn, bitch, you wanted me to sell my pussy for a roll of toilet paper? Like, bitch, you really wasn't shit, huh? Like, she a trifling ass bitch. I, I'll tell you, like, I, I, if you listen to like my previous parlays especially when i was audio only i told y'all the whole story about my grandma but that's like a whole nother thing but yeah she's just a bitch y'all but anyways so you know i was always really smart and educated and you know i used to hate when she used to say those words to me you know like i was just like ooh, like i would never be a hoe you know but then as i started getting kicked out more and more you know because she couldn't kick me out for a long time being that underage before dcfs hops in and then eventually she decided to send me off to a group home and act like I didn't exist but um once I got out that group home you know she wasn't being too willing to help the bitch out either so I was kind of like out in the streets for real like the group home didn't really get me well equipped for shit it was like oh you're 18 you're out of here like straight up so you know like shit got hard you know I started staying in shelters and stuff like that and then it got to a point where you know I really didn't like shelters um 
um, obviously an attractive woman, always had a nice body, you know, so men, you know, especially those type of men, like they're disgusting, they're on drugs, you know, they're looking at me, it, you know, I just did not feel comfortable in that lifestyle, right, and like, I would have had to been there like that for a long time, and this is like, I went to multiple shelters, like the shelter in Pasadena was kind of cool, I'm not gonna lie, like it was probably my favorite shelter, but once it got down to LA and Skid Row, oh, that shit was fucking real, and like, um, I've been to the shelter before and I was pregnant, again different experience like because they ended up putting me in something better but like being like a non-pregnant person and then like it was late at night like one night and they literally told me like the shelters are full like you can sleep right here and I was like so like I didn't have no other option that I was literally about to just like sleep like that you know what I'm saying like that's how life my, like this is where my life was you guys like when I decided to be a hoe like do not think that I was just living it up and I was just like I'm with a hoe because I'm a, a lazy bitch or I want to flex for other people and you know do whatever like no like this was some real survival ass shit for me y'all so it got to a point like well look like I know I'm not ugly and two I know I'm good in bed like I've always been good in bed like this is something that was came very natural to me so I've been knowing how to please a man when I first started <laughs> so I was like shit I'm already good sexually and I know I got the body and I know I got the looks like I don't see why I could not do this and be successful at it so yeah my life back then like honestly my choices was like sleeping outside type shit or and it wasn't like I was hoeing just yet you guys but it was like I was starting to have hoe actions if that makes sense like it was getting to a point of desperation to where if a guy let's say a guy holla at me right and I could tell that this guy probably has somewhat of his shit together you know usually like you know more of the square guys I could tell are educated has a career a little job those type of guys right so they would try to holler at me and I would immediately give them a number but like really though I would like give out my number just to be like later on like hit them up like hey like let's hang out but then I would be like you know what like I need a motel room like I don't have anywhere to go and like I would explain the situation and in most cases like I think guys would feel so sorry for me and what I would ask for was not even like high-end at all like it was like give me like the motel with the flower like the, the little scratchy flower like comforter like give me the, the motel like that for like under $60 type shit for the night like just anywhere to lay my head right so it was started those type of actions and then I would say once I was with this guy who was a flogger someone who like robs houses and steal jewelry and for money and all that type of shit right I was staying with him and we were still homeless in the streets but I was in a car now with him so in his car so you know I guess like he kind of peer pressured me into going into the sex work thing um you know because I loved him at the time and I felt like he has done so much for me financially that and I really didn't have a choice like you know I was like he don't have no money I don't have no money I don't have nowhere to go like what the fuck am I really gonna do you know so I felt like at the time I didn't have shit to lose and I remember that like I remember the feeling of becoming a hoe and I knew like it was like that feeling of I had to swallow my pride because obviously there was a point in time where I was like I'll sell my pussy I'll only way I'll sell my pussy is if you give me a million dollars you know like I was one of those too like a lot of other people out here but they got so desperate for me that I was like what's the street rate what is the market rate on the streets sixty dollars so nigga I like so to be honest with y'all I started selling pussy at like sixty dollars 
like dead ass and honestly they might not seem like much to y'all but when you have zero dollars with nowhere to go you got a 60 dollar day that's super quick and you can catch about a good few of those or so and get you a hotel room motel room and get you some food and then from the motel room you know you can start posting up your ads and shit like that like i was like i had it like that y'all like and honestly if it ever got back to that for me i would definitely go back out in the streets like and do what i gotta do but yeah it was a really hard time for me and yeah um i will say though like it was one of the best things that happened for me when i kid you the fuck not and you know at the time i was so sad i was just like wow like i'm really just like really going low here by doing this and then once i did it first of all it taught me how to be treated properly by a man i've never dealt with a gentleman type man until i became a hoe like dealing with the men in the hood in south central and just like the environment that i came in like men are were different you know men where you know i've dealt with like you know hood dudes and stuff when i was real young so like you know dudes that would hit me or call me a bitch or just so to have to you know deal with these sweetheart gentlemen that were giving me this money it's giving me all these compliments making me feel so good i was like wow like this is the treatment i've deserved my whole life like that was the first time i ever had so many nice people come into my life so i would say that but then also to just on a power level like I, ne- I like I finally felt powerful when I had money in my pockets. I never felt that power before in my life. I've always been broke. So once I started feeling like what it felt like to ha- really have some little money, I was like, damn, like this shit felt good. Like I feel liberated. I feel like I can take over the world. I feel like I can start a business. I feel like, and that's when like the ideas of like my future and what I could do with this money started. Because like in my mind, I knew I was smart, right? Like this is not a direction I wanted to go because this is just the only thing I could do. It's just I had to do it real quick because it was the for me the smartest and wisest thing for me to do and the quickest thing for me to do at that time. So yeah, that's what I did. And, you know, it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about me as a woman, reading a man, um, just being sexy, you know, really learning a man in with just sexuality and stuff. Like why people are calling me a, um, a sex symbol and I'm just iconic. Like this is like my line of sex work. Like I've been, you know, really turning men on and like this is something I've been mastering. So if I'm a little sexy, it's just because like it's my line of work and I've been doing it for a while. Like I don't even mean to do it. Like it comes out naturally. Like that's how much I do it. So yeah, um, I think though, like as I appreciated my line of work more and more, like that's where my pride as a whole developed that's when i was like damn like i don't give a fuck what y'all gotta say because i'm getting stacks a night okay i don't give a fuck what y'all say because while y'all being treated like shit by these men i'm over here being treated like a motherfucking queen okay like i don't have no complaints while y'all out here fucking these men raw getting burnt and whatnot getting your ph balance thrown off i'm over here fucking these men with condoms protecting myself and still getting paid so like everything was good for me and yeah like my probably went up to here like are you kidding me so yeah um and that's <laughs> why i'm so proud of being a home so yes i am proud to have sex with men for money you guys like I'm so proud of that. Um, I think that is the most liberating thing I've ever done in my life. I feel like that shit's powerful. I feel like that shit's like, yeah, nigga, pay me. Like, 
you know, I feel like it's like I took my pussy back because, you know, I've been through sexual abuse and stuff like that as a kid. And now I, it's finally my turn to get y'all men. Like, you want this pussy? You paying for this pussy. Like, period. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just see how, like, powerful that is. Like, I don't, I wish you women would stop frowning up at that. Like, that is a powerful thing. Men, too. If men you out here selling dick, like, that's powerful. Like, period like i don't give a fuck and like if you're selling your body and doing well at it you should have all the confidence in the fucking world and yeah i'm actually like and i'm so proud to have sex for money and i love it so much it's hard for me to fuck for free you guys it's hard for me to fuck my only fans partner why you think I, if y'all follow me my only fans why you think i'm over here like duh like because i can't even fuck my fucking only fans partners like and then like now I don't even want to see him no more. Like the look of him just disgusts me because you know why? I fucked him for some OnlyFans content. And that doesn't satisfy me at all. And then he had the nerve to tell to tell me that I like him or something. Like nigga, you what? Like now you want me to be in my feelings for you and want this to be an emotional thing? Oh no, 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 no. So yeah, he had to get cut off. And yeah, I just I can't do it, you guys. Like and I know you men be sliding in my DM and shit thinking that I need the, the amazing free dick that you have to offer me. But it's like, ew, I love fucking for money because I'm a proud hoe. So treat me as such, okay? Make sure you offer me some fucking money. And guess what? You can have me, <laughs> okay? And yeah, I just, I personally, I love having sex for money so much. I think it's a shame that there's women out here fucking for free. Like, what a shame of you women. There are women out here that are broke and got a whole coochie. And it will be, it was the worst part about it though, is it be pretty bitches with a pussy that's broke, but still fucking everybody though. All the way ran through. Not in no committed relationship. Now, if you in a committed relationship, that's completely different, boo boo. Love is a beautiful thing. And if you found that one and you locked in tight like that, kudos to you baby like that this is not for you i'm talking about for the ones that's still popping that pussy and let me like and now let me tell you too about these little ratchet ass hoes out here because they might act like they're not popping no pussy but i have not living in los angeles california anyways i have not ever met not one bitch from la that ain't popping that pussy i don't give a fuck how nice she act how ladylike she act them be the ones they're too ladylike which means they're too friendly which means they got a lot they give out their number of, to a lot of niggas and i promise you they got at least over a dozen that they talk to on a regular basis okay them the ones you need to watch out for okay the ones that's fucking for free and you know even what's crazy is i'm so strong in my hustle i have friends that even come through and pay your girl okay and it's all good you know i show love it's not even no disrespect or none of that it's just like if anything it's all love because like damn okay like you really supporting me and you know supporting what i got going on because at the end of the day i still know you a whole ass nigga and you fucking every bitch out there so in my mind it's like well i'm at least break you off for a little something something now like how about you the homie now but like that's what i'm saying like if you the homie like i might like really show love and give you a, the homie discount like which you know y'all hook you up you know if you my homie i'm not gonna treat you like a a very time client like nah i'm gonna chill with you i might smoke the blunt with you because you really my homie for real and yes they still pay me like this same homie that pay me every time to fuck me has literally ran through my homegirls and my homegirls homegirls 
like at least several of them had these bitches in love with him mind you they all fucked up for free they all was like strippers slash hoes fuck this man for free was in love with him sprung on this nigga he didn't even give a fuck about these goofy bitches he over here like he bit dumbass bitches he got a bitch so like he looking like the fuck he don't give a fuck about them hoes and here i am charging and he go crazy for me he respects that shit that's what i'm saying like real men especially if you a hustling man like now if you a broke ass nigga like y'all might not get it but like if you a real hustling ass man any type of business minded entrepreneurial type of mindset even drug dealer type of mindset type of guy you're gonna respect the hustle or you could just love women and just admire a strong woman for doing what she gotta do to get shit done and there's a lot of those too and yeah y'all i'm so proud to be a hoe right y'all know my hoe ass is doing this podcast the pink parlay i'd be so proud of my shit and being open about being a sex worker and having y'all applaud me for being brave to do this shit and you know i, I tell everybody about the shit what i'm doing i ain't got nothing to hide why because i'm already out there to the whole fucking world i've already been seen in other countries so it's like at this point like you know ain't no hiding nothing from nobody so i don't give a fuck like so now when you see me yeah like it is what it is i'm your fine ass host molly i host the pink parlay and yes i'm a hoe and i'm proud of it and so what so yeah when i was in the salon again you know these bitches don't like me for being a hoe and it's crazy right because <laughs> they're they're all sisters like they're all literally related so they do this whole like team up on a bitch you know they all haters and they all team up on a bitch they don't like like just that weird type of environment right but uh this is one sister with a big ass wide back and no ass right they all kind of built funny but there's one with the biggest widest widest back and the flattest flattest ass she's the most bitter one right she'd be the main one the ringleader of the hating and shit she all barge in through the door her big wide back ass talking about some old her man just stressed her out the nigga didn't stole her car took her phone went through the phone and then through the phone all on pch pacific coast highway somewhere and it got ran over a dozen times and i don't know some skateboarder kid ended up finding the damn phone so she ends up getting it back but it's completely damaged you know she's late coming into the shop and yeah like she just had went through it like in my mind i'm just like oh wait I'm happy like my clients don't put me through none of that shit, right? I'm so proud of her, right? So I'm already knowing that they don't like a hoe. And you know, I'm noticing the salon is slow, probably because all these bitches' attitudes are so bad. But this ain't the first time I've been in here and noticed that the salon was a little slow. So, you know, this is Valentine's Day approaching. So yeah, I was like, damn, why the salon so slow? These niggas ain't paying for these bitches' hair to get done. And when I tell you everybody looked at me like, ooh, like bitch. And I'm just like, <laughs> you feel me? Because, you know, everybody up in that motherfucker supported a man. So they was looking at me like, bitch, ain't no man paying for my hair. Well, yeah, bitch, I can tell. <laughs> what the fuck? So, yeah, you guys, like, I was just like, I'm so proud to be a hoe, like, for real. And then, like, it was even making me more proud to be a hoe because I literally had read up a bag the night before. So, I'm really, though, it didn't work out between us, but but between me and that stylist. But I was really <clears throat> trying to book the motherfucker because I was already in the chair getting my hair done, right? And 
and was gonna book two appointments ahead of time and shit like literally was trying to do all this shit but the stylist just had such a bad attitude of me ended up blocking me in some more shit like this is how serious this shit is this is how bad bitches be when they see a proud hoe walking into a place you feel me so like this shit is serious and impactful to people like people really can't stand a proud hoe and i don't even know why shit like but it's all good you feel me i got another stylist anyway like that's slam my shit shout out to bless with the hands just because but yeah she over there getting me right way better than what the fuck they was doing over there with they hating asses so anyways i must let that loves fucking for money because if i fuck for free that wouldn't even make sense like what and then also i love giving this pussy to every worthy and pain man out there and as long as you're willing to pay you can have a piece of this pussy i have plenty of this creme de la creme coochie ready to share with the whole entire world as long as you're willing to pay with men paying their ties to get some of this blessed hoey water i bless them with my powerful mouth sending vibrations through their body relieving them from all their stress and tension i love fucking every race of man <laughs> I, in fact i don't even think there's a race of man i haven't fucked i fucked african-americans africans americans caucasians arabians armenians indians native americans south americans italians europeans asians filipinos pacific islanders samoans hawaiians tongans when i tell y'all canadians when i tell y'all i done fuck every fucking race of people i don't think there's not one that i've missed yeah and i just i love it because i feel like every piece of dick that i've had from every different race it like taught me a piece of their culture so like i appreciate that you know like i love learning about different cultures and new things and honestly i feel like that's why i'm so diverse it's because i've literally fucked so many different cultures of men and i think i understand how to treat every culture and race just because of my line of work and getting to fuck them all and yeah not only is it rewarding to fuck all different races but it's also rewarding to fuck all different ages of men so i fuck all different ages of men from 18 all the way up to like 80 years old you guys and um so yeah with like a young adult that may be like in his late teens like 18 19 20s like this guy make him see me he may not have built his confidence up sexually so when he sees me he might be like a little shy a little nervous so or he may not even had a woman before with like a body like mom but a big old ass so like usually these guys are typically you know not as sexually confident and these are clients that i've taken on and actually have built that confidence in them so like it's like i do love the young ones they're really sweet um the ones that i do see um but yeah like either that or they're just horn dogs and they're just going pound and up real quick and not really give a fuck about you and your body and pleasing the woman but like i would say ideally like i love fucking men that's like anywhere from like 30s to like 45 because i feel like that age group of men like i feel like at that point 
like they've kind of gotten the whole just fucking a bitch and nothing or whatever out of them system and i feel like at that point when they start getting older and more mature they start understanding the importance of making a woman feel good taking your time with it doing the foreplay maybe a little bit more by then you should have mastered your stroke you know by then you should have if you give head you should be able to do it quite well by then so i love i think the that age group men like i feel like that's like a prime number for me but nonetheless i still love fucking my elderly men 50 and plus men um with these guys these are typically more frail type of men you know um not all of them could get it up you know and all that stuff so usually these sessions i focus more on the companionship and less on the sexualness um but nonetheless i've even knocked the dust out of the oldest man's dick so by any means I can please men of all different ages and it's such a lovely experience to do that and I'm just so proud to do it I just I love what I do I love being a home just so proud even like because I talked about my last episode on hotel etiquette um, I'm not sure if you checked it out but I talk about how I'm like discreet in hotels and like the reason why I be so discreet in hotels is because of the discrimination that certain hotels be having for a hoe and you know i remember low-key like in the beginning like feeling like so shameful like oh my god like this front desk bitch knows what i do like you know now i could give a fuck like i'm so proud of hoe in fact i'll walk right past that front desk with my client and with a smile on my face and why because i'm a proud hoe and anyone that's mad about it especially the front desk staff which are usually women they're just mad because they see me running up a whole fucking bag right before they eyes it made way more than what they probably ever made at that fucking job working at front desk so yeah <laughs> i don't give a fuck that's why i'd be so proud and bitches be so mad and guess what i'm still proud because bitch i understand why you mad i've been there before i've worked hard for my money and i made too much of nothing but you know I, at the same time though i've never been mad at a hoe getting her dough so don't be mad at me okay because anyone with a coochie out there could do the same thing maybe not as good or maybe even better but yeah and even and i think this is with all prostitutes especially like any hoe that has been the jail it has been asked what are you here for she's gonna have a single word response and it's gonna go something like howling and that's the end of the sentence moving on to the next person i swear to god and you gotta say it like that with a little bit of sassiness with your head high and with a little like howling if you a hoe and you know you know <laughs> but that's exactly how that shit go in jail and honestly like it is like you gotta be that way like in jail and it's so funny like how you say it that way and like no one says nothing else to you it's like we know what you in here for moving on you know so in today's parlay i talked about why i'm a proud hoe why i love being a hoe why i love fucking men for money how i get to fuck with every different race of men every different age of men like i love being a hoe i love this whole life and i'm so proud of it and i hope that you guys enjoyed this realness i'll catch y'all on the next parlay